Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. Is this the only sex episode of season nine? Yes. Okay, so we're going to really milk it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. All right. So sex and higher consciousness. I don't even remember what any of our sex episodes were about. I don't even remember. What what sex we, and whenever- magic. Because you were saying how, so I remember this, how um, good. the act of divine sex is like super fucking magical, which is why it's been restricted mm. for so long. Because it's very powerful. Super powerful. But sex and higher consciousness don't necessarily go hand in hand. Okay. Isn't this interesting? Why? And it's because we lack the experience and emotional capacity to actually make that work. Because our experience of sex and our experience with the physical body, which is why we spoke about it a few episodes ago, is that it's an experience in separation. I'm currently in my body. I'm not in my mental body. I'm in my emotional body. I'm not in my physical body. We have never really been able to experience sex when if when we're fully present. Yeah, because I remember you saying to me once, actually, that like in relationships, a lot of the time when you're in your karma and even when you're coming out of it initially, you connect on one or two of your bodies, not yeah, all of them. Exactly. Right. Mm. Because we're not in a place of wholeness or mm. oneness, mm. right? Again, not words that we use mm. a lot, but they'll end up showing up today. But at the same time, sex is, you do have moments in sex yes. where you are, all your bodies are aligned. And often when you're still in your karma, it's the only way to have an alignment in your bodies. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Not necessarily orgasm, yeah, but when are. we are plugged in, right? And actually what's interesting also about sex in separation, just to add to this, is that all sex in general, is that that notion of being turned on mm-hmm. is a good way of understanding desire. Yes, very much. Because even though we can understand it as a because when you're turned on you're turned on in all your bodies right Mm -hmm. at the same time and that's what turned on is so if you can understand that from a sexual place you can understand that from a desire of anything place Mm -hmm. it's a good yeah as in in like it's a good it's a good barometer exactly it can be yeah just a good baby step it's like oh that's what it feels like yeah it should feel that way ideally Ideally, yeah yeah but when we're talking about sex from a place of wholeness or living our lives from a place of wholeness right irrespective of sex or some other thing it's not really something we've can, many of us can really attest to. No. Right? I mean, everything still kind of exists in compartments and segmented off, right? This True. is my sex life. It's on, it's off, mm. right? This is my dating life. It's on, it's off. This mm. is my work life, on, off, right? Mm. It's like we have, we have these switches yeah. with everything as, a fo- as opposed to being fully present. Or fluid, <laughs> as it were. <laughs> so... I'm going to make a lot of these puns, by the way. I'm, I'm all for it. I love I love sex puns. They're like some of my favorite. And, you know, nobody ever really gets mine. So I'll get yours. So, you know, what does that mean then when we're talking about being human from this perspective of higher consciousness and living one's fate? Where does sort of sex fall into that, right? Because well, you start to feel, you start to wonder when you're in that higher consciousness place. Yeah, if you're engaging in sex, maybe it is cooler. But... Are you getting it even as much? Because, honest, <laughs> but this is the issue when you're if you're in higher consciousness and you're talking about kind of like like attracts like and vibrations matching and all that kind of stuff because you're effectively sharing energy with someone else. Mm-hmm. There are very few people you want to share your energy with. You know, you both have to tick so many boxes for each other. I guess in yeah. some ways, mm-hmm. and like if they're not in integrity, that feels icky. 
if they're wanting something from you that feels icky to separate yourself so it's just a physical experience super icky like you end up like you know (laughs) exactly it's just become so i was asking guidance okay so what's the solution to sex and higher consciousness or you know what do we i know (laughs) inquiring minds would like to know i really would like we've always said you don't have to be monogamous so I don't think that was the answer. And then, you know, you can only masturbate so much before you're just like, you know, Charlotte in Sex in the City when she discovered the rabbit or something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she was like never coming out of her home. Yeah. And know? also you end up having the same experiences, right? Like, right, exactly. All the I mean, same experiences over and over again rather than new experiences and we want more. We don't want more of the same. Yeah. Or do we just kind of surrender and just be like, fine, I'm just going to fuck anything until and then just scratch the itch and then just be done because I, you know, I'll just overlook the ick. Yeah. Over like all the ick, yeah. just so I can get some, yeah, right, yeah. And so I was like, "Come on, guys! Like yeah. we're all about the practical, very, very practical um, suggestions and advice." This, this is season, what this is, right? This, yeah, this is what. This and they were like, "None of the above." Okay, so fucking helpful. That was amazing. Okay, so what is the solution? The solution is actually intimacy, and developing intimacy with a person, with another person. Is that another ick? Is that no? Ew. It's just like I'm like, oh my god, this just doesn't feel like a solution. How am I going to get off? Okay, go on. <laughs> I know, I'm really sorry, but let's unpick this okay. so we can better understand it. Okay. But the point of it is, is that there is. I mean, I, I honestly feel like I'm about to sound like the leaflet from Planned Parenthood when oh, I was a teenager, when it was like the 20-something or whatever that pamphlet was, yeah. like the, the all the ways to have sex when you're not having sex. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. share an ice cream cone was like always the one that everyone yeah. laughed at. But it was really about like having all the sex without the penetrative sex. That's the solution? That's the solution. That doesn't sound like a solution to me. Actually, Rhea, you'd be surprised. We're not saying never have sex. We're not saying never have penetrative sex. But the point is to build up a level of intimacy and exploration and experiences that don't necessarily involve that. Because the point is, is that people fall so into that, that that is the only form of sex they have, Mm. that most women don't orgasm that way. They need all the extra anyway. Most men, they connect that way, but don't get anything from it because there's no emotional connection. Okay. Right? So the whole point is, is that that is only going to be extra or magical, the cherry on top, when the other aspects of the relationship have been built. And we don't mean like a long-term relationship. We just mean intimacy. Okay. So this is where practically it doesn't make much sense to me. So let's go on. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So. Right. So intimacy, as they describe it, is about being present to the connection that you have with another person. Okay, so right now you and I in this podcast are intimate? Yeah, but okay. we're not going to explore that physically. No, but that's what I mean, is <laughs> it yes. just being present in, in a connection with someone. Yes. So when I go to my friend's house and I put my phone on the bed and we just chill and chat with each other and watch a movie together, that's mm-hmm. intimate. Not necessarily, because, because we're you're not necessarily, yeah, you're not engaged. Okay, fine. So it's really just, it's, com- it's, it's, it's present conversation, present connection with another person. Exactly. Whoever that is. So yes. You can be intimate with everyone in your lives. Yeah. If they're both doing it. Exactly. You, if you're present and the other person's distracted, ain't no being intimate. <laughs> totally checked out, right? Yeah. And we're going to make this distinction here as well based on what you just said, which is when you are texting long-term with someone, right, as people do over apps and stuff, that is feigned intimacy. That is not real intimacy. Because you're not physically in the same room? Exactly. Even if you're only speaking to – what about on the phone? Phone is better because there's an exchange. 
But texting is not the same. Interesting. It's not an energetic exchange the way people think. But I mean, if I'm just speaking to someone on text, mm-hmm. I'm just thinking out loud, yeah. and it's three in the morning, we're only texting each other, and we're totally present with each other in that. Yeah, 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 thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's but I guess you're not being present because you're also like having a cigarette, brushing your teeth, reading something. You're in bed. You're not. You're not actually. You're doing more than one thing, so therefore you're not present. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. But it gives and it mimics. But it's but it, it's a nice it's a nice like starter drug. It can be. But we have found that for most people, they suffer more because it gives them the illusion of intimacy. Okay. So when the intimacy actually doesn't happen, when two people come together in person, the, well then, but we had such a connection, but you didn't. It was maybe a meeting of the minds and that mind then told you that, okay, well, emotionally then you can be invested because, you know, they told you about the trauma from second grade and their parents' divorce, but that's actually not real. Mm. But then I would, this is just... And I don't know if my experience is different from everyone else because actually, no, I think it everybody has a variety of experience. So just share. Okay, but in my experience, when I've had those kind of intimate mm-hmm. texting moments, yeah, yeah. they've always translated. I know when I've been texting, when I meet mm. the person, that we're going to get on great and be able to have those moments yeah, in yeah. person. I've, I'm normally bang on, and everyone's like, "Oh no, don't you have that when you're like texting great, then you meet each other and things are really awkward?" I'm like, "No." Yeah. For me. There are some within. people like that, but that, again, that's not necessarily the same as intimacy. No, I'm not saying it's intimacy. Right, right. But right. I mean, that's why I was saying it could be a starter drug. Yeah, like, no. For me, it's there like, oh, some, actually, when we actually s- meet, we're going to have a connection. I can see that. Fine. Now. And there are some yeah. who get there and yeah. others who do not. Yeah. All we are saying is that a texting relationship it's is not intimacy. Intimacy. It's not intimacy, full stop. No, I have to say, I actually agree. Like, you know, I've had, re- I mean, fuck it at this point. We're going to just talk on a podcast like it's a normal podcast. I don't know why I need to be like, I've had a relationship where we were messaging fucking ages right and actually initially when we would see one another it felt great but i don't want to say we're necessarily intimate but it kind of seemed like intimacy mm-hmm. because we've been texting for so long and the stuff mm-hmm. we were talking about you know everything else including some sexy stuff like all the things right yeah. but actually when we started spending actual time together like consistently over weeks just the two of us that's actually when we became intimate and mm-hmm. actually thinking back on it that was an entirely different relationship yeah like the first time we actually met and spent like an evening together, a night together, mm-hmm. you know, time together. Like when I think about what that was like compared to when we were just texting. At that point, it was just like a random pen pal. I was right in that we had chemistry. Yeah. But that chemistry wasn't realized until we were in the same room. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. If you are having a texting relationship, you are in a mental body relationship. Yeah. That actually makes and a lot of sense. And just a mental body relationship, not even an emotional body relationship really? where you trick yourselves into thinking, yeah. well, you know, yeah, you can like find the person interesting or fascinating or whatever. But yeah. the reality is that until you are in the same room, yeah, until you can interact, mm-hmm. you know, person to person, mm-hmm. you're not going to know what level you're really connecting and oh, which bodies. But then once you do, and then you text. Yeah. Then it's That's fine. Eh, no, you you're my still question? mental bodying it. Okay, so we're just like now. You really a- need a more person-to-person contact, mm. and texting isn't going to cover it. Okay, but no, full stop. It doesn't matter how many years you've been seeing each That's other. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. Okay, fine. I mean, my husband and I, when we text, we're pretty cut and dry because I don't want eat to even pretend. Mm. And I don't want that to become a crutch where then I can do this and, you know, we can have this kind of thing because it is not meant to be a replacement for our in-person relationship. Well, which... also you live together and you see each other all the time. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Mm. I mean, listen, if you were in the military and stationed somewhere for six yeah. months, I mean, yes, we'd have to rethink our format. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And what Fair. about like FaceTiming? <laughs> oh, I think it's awkward. No, no, I, I know. Like but it. like, but I'm just wondering like, oh. what would like, if texting is in phone same. calls better, it's the same, right? same as phone calls. It's the same. It's the same. You know, it's human. So this, the reason why we also have to have this episode and discuss this is because Again, this is the human side. The human side needs physical contact. There's a reason for this physical body. If we weren't meant to connect and relate physically, then we don't have to be in body. That's just one more thing we can tick off the list of yeah. the annoying, awkward, uncomfortable bullshit of like being in body, right? Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. great. We'll so, just be floating brains texting all day. Exactly. You know, <laughs> we'll, we'll be in the neural. What are you wearing? I'm purple haze today, baby. What are you? <laughs> blue haze. I'm all blue for you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But we've, we've developed... Which is annoying, though, because apparently I've just got a really sexy voice, so you just undercut it entirely because it's not going to be useful for me <laughs> at all. Because well, I think in reality it's attached to the rest of me, but on a phone I can just be like, hey. I don't know. So I'm on this podcast... Sorry. I just want to say I'm really sorry. No, it's, I don't <laughs> it's true, no, I just feel bad. It's true. No, but it is true. Yeah. It is true. Okay. I think it's fair. It's, it's, it's a fair point and one that I hadn't contemplated much, in part because I didn't have a relationship in a texting age mm. where I know I would have fallen prey to that as well. Oh, and I love, I love texting cause I'm a writer, right? Mm-hmm. I love texting. Oh, I yeah. guess it helps me get my thoughts in order. See. It helps me explain I things. love the efficiency. Like you and I text a lot and I don't feel like that's just mental body and what we talk about and how we speak. Like I don't feel like it's a very mental body situation. But it is actually more so, but because we have a spiritual connection, we can also move into that space when we want to have that conversation but it's also because we've spent so many hours together in the same room we can transcend all that but you know general rule yeah Yeah. that's a you know that this relationship is exceptional right but we're really talking about a general dating relationship sex thing right where at the end of the day if you're craving sex if you want connection what we're sharing here is as you move as you know a human in 5d a human living from their fate a human in higher consciousness plus you're going to find that ick is going to be much more common because again unless certain things are lining up it's just not going to be interesting or fun Mm. and then it's going to be fine i just do it because then i'm going to scratch an itch and then you come away feeling like well was that it maybe i should have just like masturbated instead do you know Mm. what i mean there's going to be this constant feeling of dissatisfaction Mm. which will often lead then to people sort of circling and cycling through these unsatisfying connections just to find something and so the suggestion and this is merely our suggestion which is the more you build up an intimate relationship with another person by the way you can develop intimacy with several people Mm. i mean you can have several on the go we're not saying oh you can't you know one at a time no who's got time for that maybe you really want but it's the you don't need to move from zero to ten in four dates because you've got to somehow prove or get there it's time for humans to be a lot more creative and humans used to be a lot more creative sexually a lot more and it wasn't just because because they didn't want to have you know they didn't want to get pregnant and shit it used to be sex used to be a lot more interesting and we will explain that there are two reasons why sex has been so damaged one is porn so people have lost the creative connection to sex and so they have a much more linear you know put it in and come outlook right and the and the second has to do with 
It's funny. I was like, is that a joke? I was like, really? Is that the word you want? Geography. Okay. Yeah? It's, just, it's traveling. It takes time. Yeah. It just takes time. It just takes time. And you're like, I don't know how often I'm going to see this person. We're just going to make this work. Or I'm on this holiday now. I'm just going to, you know, have my, like, my holiday fling. And so it's not about building relationship. It's not about building a possible future. And therefore, oh, we have all this time because we'll be together because we live in the same small yeah. village. But at the same time, if you want to have sex with someone, you feel like the desire to go for it. Yeah, yeah. This is not the this is not the abstinence podcast. <laughs> we have never said that we no, are. No, no, no. It's well, like the drug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never going to say don't do it. No, and especially like you know, as I said, when you feel when you're turned on and you see someone and they're turned on and you just want to go for it. I that's mean, the up most against specific. a wall, it's yeah. the best. Yeah, go for it. I mean, go for God, it. We're not saying like, party oh, bring yourself just good. to like the end and be like, oh no, but just the tip, baby, <laughs> and then that's the end of it. That's definitely not what we're saying. We're just no. saying if just no. saying that if you're going through a phase where you're getting the ick from everybody. Yeah, and um, you're finding, like, I'm in this higher consciousness space, and I'm feeling a bit alone yeah. and lonely yeah, because I'm one of the only ones in this space, hence yeah. the title. So yeah. I'm like, you yeah. know, I'm like... <laughs> because actually, I suppose if there were loads of people in higher consciousness, we'd all just be fucking each other because we're all on the same level. Yeah. Exactly. No, precisely. It'd be a lot easier. But you're not going to also go trolling dive bars either. No. You know? No. Whipping, imagine whipping out your pendulum. <laughs> You'll do. <laughs> He plays foreigner on the jukebox. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, there's just, there's so much freedom to sex. There's so much joy. There's just that high. And it, you know, like, fuck, you just, you, you don't want to not ever do it again. Oh my I God. Mean, come it's, on. Yeah. And, and sometimes sex with a stranger can be amazing. It's just, amazing. it's just go for it. But just don't be, you know, it's, it's more about like once, yeah, no, like, I mean, you're going to end up being selective whether you realize it or not. Exactly. That's the point. So and if it's you, not if you a feel rule. Like, if you see a green light, then go for it. Because, <laughs> because just go for it. Just go for it. You just don't know when you're going to get that green light. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Basically. Yeah. And because you just, you can't help it, but you'll just be naturally selective. Mm. So the pool just gets a bit smaller. Mm. But again, what you could do, and this is not us giving permission, it's just the explore the art of exploration. You know, buy and use all the toys. Understand that there are so many more options than just the one and done kind mm. of sex. And that it used to be much more satisfying and gratifying for humanity when that was all there was, mm. right? As opposed to, you know, okay, now we're just going to fuck like bunnies and call it a day. And that's why... It, it, it has really not only damaged the millennials the most because it has removed them from their ultimate mission, which was to really end, help end 3D. They're stuck in that practice. So they're stuck in separation because they can't seem to find healthier alternatives for dating and sex. The key word when you really consider any type of relationship, mm. doesn't matter whether it's a person you've met over an app or it's somebody you met over coffee or however. It's just intimacy. What level of intimacy can we get to? To be really cool. Or at least an interesting experiment. Because <laughs> most people don't even know what gives them orgasm. Just everything I've seen, more and more, 
we're not there because sometimes that's the that's the one sign of validation we're looking for. Yeah. And if they're if we're not fucking fucking, yeah. right? Like if there isn't penetrative sex, then yeah. they're cheating on me. Also, that sense of well, you know, I don't know how long we're going to be seeing each other, and so we gotta like knock this out. And that's the efficiency bit yeah. as well. And it's the like, but then you're just kind of treating sex like it becomes the means to an end. And that end you can achieve on your own, in mm. which case then you're not mixing energies, it's, mm. you know? And so it's like, what what do you want is really the Basically, end, the end so of the this, day. Basically, so this episode is can you do and you can you approach a new type of sex, which is mm-hmm. one where you're more present and engaged and see yes. what happens. Yeah. Which and we call that intimacy. Intimacy sex. Yes. The irony of which is if you're getting the ick from people before the intimacy... I can't see how you'd want to get intimate with anyone, but let's find out. <laughs> because you you might encounter people who don't give you the ick, where they're cool, but maybe you're not like feeling a strong sexual attraction because you've been hardwired to look for this kind of chemical reaction to mm. somebody's scent or something. But because you're in this another other place and higher consciousness, you're not going to necessarily respond that way. So what else is going to turn you on? There's going to be a point in which you're going to be turned on. You just may not notice it because it's not all. The, it's not like it was before. Okay, that sounds really depressing. No. Okay. Why would it be? It's I, just interesting. Maybe the connection is is somewhat more mental, mm. or maybe physically they're not necessarily your type, but something tells you by the way that they hold their bodies that they could be really good, and it could just be worth exploring. What we're talking about is effectively when you find your energy match, mm. it's going to look. That energy match is going to show up in three ways. Okay. So the first way is the ease in which you can connect to that person. So there's no pretense or peacocking. So like we're one of the parties. Well, it could be both, right? It's not like overtly sexual and flirty and like in your face, like with their femininity or masculinity. So they're not triggering your insecurities. Interesting. Yeah. And then the second one that follows from that is respect, right? So just Honoring and recognizing each other's boundaries, which energetically exists. How do you know that that exists? How do you know? Well, if you have your own, you'll recognize another person's. I mean, it sounds really simple. And I don't mean to make it sound like, well, it's just obvious. Because it's not necessarily, but it's not something that can easily be articulated. When When you're in a place of higher consciousness, those energetic boundaries just exist. It's one thing, obviously, saying what you want and communicating that. Great. I love that. I love knowing where I stand. Okay. But the other side of it is when I say no, stop pushing me. Or if I say, can you do this? And I say, no, I'm sorry. But what are you doing instead? Okay, but why can't you do this? Okay, you know, is that pushing? Is that, mm-hmm. that's not honoring a boundary. No, that's and not that's, respectful at no, all. No, but that's what I mean. Like often when people think, oh, they're respecting me. It's like, oh, they didn't ask me how I was this morning. That's so disrespectful. Or, oh, gosh. You know, <laughs> um, or I didn't hear from them for three days because they were busy. That's so disrespectful. No, it's that they don't force. They don't push. Mm. They don't push their agenda onto you. Yeah. Then brings us to the third one, which is awareness. Mm. So they can perceive the world similarly to you. No, they don't have to agree with you. They don't have to vote the way you do. That's not the point. But they have enough of a a worldview that you can mesh them a bit. You okay. know, even if it's just as cheesy as I like world peace. Do, no. do we fit or do we don't? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Exactly. And when you do, that does kind of help the intimacy. It really makes... Oh, because there's just no barriers just, between it, right? Precisely. Precisely. So really, when you're looking at it that way like you're when you're looking at it through that lens you can see how the intimacy kind of falls into place without forcing it it just happens yeah i mean we're trying to articulate something which actually 
ideally would happen with a bit more ease yeah. than like the sort of, because we have to mental body this to explain this, but this is actually when you're in higher consciousness, it's all of you that in that sense. awareness, right? That makes sense. Yeah. But then what's the point of all of this? But you can still go out and like bang around and do all those things, right? Always, 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 always and have fun and be safe doing it. Oh my God, I can't. And I have to agree because I don't want yeah. anyone to hear this and go, oh, okay, sex is bad. All those spiritual teachers were right. They were not right. Sex is not bad. Oh, sex like, is great. It's, and not only that, <laughs> it's giving yourself permission to say yes to everything, even the things that you secretly think are dirty or bad or whatever mm-hmm. else. Actually, like, like it annihilates polarity and it totally helps you in your power. And, mm. and like, if you're not coming from a place of lack, but from a place of desire, go for it and go for it hard. Yeah. I mean... Let's be fair. There are people who look to sex to empower themselves because they're coming from such a place of disempowerment that it actually just furthers that disempowerment. 100%. You know, so 100%. the point is, is that you do you yeah. and you do you from whatever place you do it from, because eventually if you're doing it from the first place, you're going to get sick of it and do something different anyway. Yeah, hopefully. So hopefully. But because we're coming to a time which is effectively by 2028. So not that far from now. No, not at all. We're just not going to be able to support the same kinds of relationships that previous generations had had. And so just as we discussed a shifting relationship to guidance, this is also another relationship that's going to end up shifting massively, right? So basically what it means to be in relationships with other humans, which therefore involves sex. Yeah. And it's not just we're not going to have penetrative sex anymore. It's just we're going to learn to connect better. Yeah. Effectively. Very well said. Yeah. Because being human means being a sexual being. The two go hand in hand. You cannot keep separating them the way we always have or been taught it. to right yeah because you have to wait you have to you know prove this or you have to i don't know all the damage we shame which... someone for breathing i mean it's <clears throat> pretty much the same fucking thing isn't it yeah that's you know? true that really is true and so we keep putting it on the next generation the next generation to carry that shame burden because we haven't been able to adequately deal with it mm. But if we can, then we can sort of help break them out of it because they're going to be just as influenced, if not more, by porn. And we're, we will say this honestly, sexually men have been much more damaged than women. Yeah, that makes sense. Even though it might be perceived to be yeah. the other way around. Which we discussed in our sex episodes yes, as well. Yes, we have. Yeah. Yeah. And you're both connecting to what you think the other person should be and should want. So no one's actually connecting to each other. Women are coming at it from the head, believe it or not more so than emotionally mm. and men are actually coming at it from an emotional perspective even though it seems more head that's fascinating yeah 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 something to bear in mind <laughs> yeah it really is yeah that men you know for women a lot of it's fantasy fed and fantasy led and so they're living in the mental body mm. but they're attributing feelings to that from the emotion from the mental body whereas men because they're not being fed emotionally they're cut off right and so because they're forcing themselves to be much more in their head as opposed to women naturally being in their head about it with expectations they're so disconnected that they cannot be fully present okay so and as we said taking the spiritual perspective is taking the most expanded perspective possible and that's why we're we've identified the fact that it's the intimacy mm. component which is really what's causing a lot of these ills and if we can address the intimacy then we can address pretty much everything else. Okay. Yeah? 
I'm like, I'm so tempted to ask, like, it's the bullshit question of, okay, so how many times should you have, like, non-penetrative sex before you have penetrative sex? And all that kind of shit? <laughs> yes. There's no formula. Yeah, I mean, we don't get to write a new rules book no. about it. And, you so when, know, you, when you feel ready to do it. Yeah. And that could be in know, an hour. It could be in we'll a give month. You, we'll, we'll actually give you a general suggestion, okay. if that will help, about several dates. So give yourself about several encounters for intimacy before you go there. Okay, go to penetrative sex. Exactly. Okay. We're not saying the number seven. We're saying several. Yeah, and yeah, that yeah. also depends upon like how meaningful and interesting have those encounters been up till then. Mm. Like, are they satisfying? Are they not? Are you going to convince yourself that, well, if we have penetrative sex, it'll be a lot better than the oral sex we just had? You know, use those as opportunities to measure where this connection's going. Because mm. if you can't, if, if the intimacy bit in this sort of exploration isn't that satisfying, the penetrative sex is not going to be much better, if anything. Mm. Yeah, maybe it'll get you off in a certain way and meet certain expectations, but you're probably going to be pretty dissatisfied by date number 10. But as we always say... You do you. Please do whatever you want. <laughs> Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration... Find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.